My name is Matt Dawson and welcome to Ortho Science Bites. Today I'm joined by Dr. Karen Rausch. Thank you very much for joining us today. My pleasure. Before we begin, let me introduce you a bit to our listeners. Dr. Rausch holds several positions with the Methodist Health System in the Dallas, Texas area, including Vice Chair, Department of Pathology and Medical Director for Pathology, Transfusion Services, and the Transplant Immunology Laboratory. She also serves on several committees across the Methodist Health System. She's the author of several books and book chapters on the topic of blood banking and transfusion medicine, in addition to articles that have been published in peer-reviewed journals. So again, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us about your experiences with meeting the demands for SARS-CoV-2 testing. So to begin, I think the first thing I'd like to understand better is what are the challenges that your hospital is facing when it comes to SARS-CoV-2 and the testing? Well, there's really a myriad of challenges. We have supply challenges. Almost every day brings some new supply challenge, whether it's reagents or pipette tips or shipping issues or occasional manufacturing defects that are not identified really until we, we start trying to utilize what we've been shipped. Um, right now we have a surge in cases. Being in Texas, we as so many places in the United States and really the world are seeing the highest numbers of the newly diagnosed hospitalizations and deaths that we've seen since the pandemic began. We have staff shortages. We've been very fortunate in the laboratory. We've been able to manage staffing with not too much difficulty until quite recently. As the cases have gone up, of course, we've had more cases um, that most of our laboratory technologists and others working in the lab have gotten from outside our walls. However, we have been very fortunate in most of our folks have gotten the second vaccination. So we're really hoping that that helps with our staffing issues. One of the other things that we face and it really has come to light kind of slowly is data challenges. Um, we have a very robust hospital information system here, but the group that we would ordinarily turn to about some of the metrics we need is very, very busy trying to keep up with the almost daily changes required to provide care for our patients, as well as to fulfill the rapidly moving busload of required data elements to local, state, and federal officials that really seems to change almost every day. In all these different challenges, what are you doing to help manage them? Well, for ancillary supply shortages, we're trying to stay ahead of the game by looking down the road to plan for the amount of supplies we would need to keep going at the usage rates we see today. So just really trying to be ahead of the game. For reagent shortages, we're trying to have a varied palette from which to choose by either having a different platform or a partner that we could turn to for short-term shortage situations. And then for staffing shortages, as I mentioned, we are vaccinating. So really all of these things are going to help. Everything continues to be very fluid, especially with the looming concern of a variant strain that may evade easy detection. For the surge, though, one of the very welcome additions to our repertoire has been Ortho's high-throughput antigen test for SARS-CoV-2, which just helps with efficiency all the way around. So you spoke about Vitros. What operational efficiencies did you gain when you implemented the high-throughput Vitros SARS-CoV-2 antigen test? So let me go back a little prior to implementation when our laboratory was considering bringing that testing on board. We had some concerns around a couple of issues when compared to our then current point of care testing. One of those was that there was a pre-analytical step required prior to placing the sample in the instrument. And the second was that the turnaround time was longer than our current point of care antigen testing time of about 15 minutes. However, before we had time to ruminate on that too much, we elected to turn on the Vitros high throughput COVID antigen testing 
somewhat prior to our nicely laid out time frame, I mean, you guys know COVID and how that works, when we abruptly encountered some reagent supply issues coupled with issues that we had with the reagents that were already in-house for the point of care testing that we were performing. And then to make all of that even more unpalatable, the issues were occurring at a time when our testing volumes were increasing dramatically. And what we found was that we couldn't come close to matching a 15 minute turnaround time when we had multiple samples in line to run on two analyzers at each facility. In fact, in some cases, the turnaround time turned into hours as, as the technologists worked on the backlog of cases that we had. So we implemented the COVID antigen testing on our Ventress instruments, and we found several interesting things. Overall, we did see some increased turnaround time with the implementation of the assay. 69 minutes versus 34 minutes was the medium time between those two fast platforms. But we made sure that our medical staff was aware of the additional time that would be required for a single test, all other things being equal. But we also emphasized that in a surge situation, this method would show stable turnaround time and would be preferable in those situations. We found some overwhelmingly positive benefits with the implementation of this test, even with the pre-analytical preparation, which you remember was one of our initial concerns. The technologists preferred the process to that of the point of cure testing. It took less technologist time overall to handle the sample and place it on the instrument. It was a set it and forget it process, if you will, allowing the technologists to focus on other aspects and areas of testing. One of the major benefits of implementing this testing was that it removed the need for an additional swab to be dedicated slowly to the antigen test, which was a boon to patient satisfaction, as well as allowing for decreased swab utilization. This also allowed us to test the same sample by different methods when we needed to do so, whereas the dry swab that we were using for our previous point of care testing allowed no repeats and could not be utilized for other testing such that we always had that nagging question of the difference between the timing of specimen collections or even labeling errors when there were discrepancies in testing. And thirdly, we had had some serious problems with false positives with our previous point of care tests that appeared to be lot specific and switching to the ortho high throughput antigen testing rectified that problem. We've performed at this point more than 7,000 tests overall and considering just the positives, we have a false positive rate of less than 0.1%. Additionally, we had significant cost savings, and even with the increased median turnaround time, I received minimal pushback from our medical staff. And I think the confidence gained by the robust, reliable performance and consistent turnaround time were the reasons. Particularly in times of patient surge, the high throughput method performed with a sustainable turnaround time, which mirrored the information we provided before go live. Prior to implementation, how did you validate the test clinical performance? And how is it performing for you clinically? So since we did implement the test a little more quickly than we originally anticipated, we took 20 samples, 10 negatives, and 10 positives, and compared those to our current in-process point-of-care testing. Of those, we had one that was discrepant between those two platforms, and we turned to the gold standard of PCR to be that tiebreaker. The PCR did match the ortho COVID antigen test results. So basically we had 100% concordance. A bit about our reflex algorithm as we are essentially um, confirming our samples on a number of patients almost every day because we reflex all negative symptomatic cases onto PCR and we 
reflux all positive, but asymptomatic unexposed patients onto PCR as well for confirmation, because certainly we don't want to miss any positive cases in symptomatic patients. And we don't want to call someone positive who is asymptomatic and then cohort them with other COVID positive patients. The data for sensitivity as compared to PCR seems to be a little more difficult for us to get our hands around on a going forward basis because it does require some paired um, data examination. So I don't have a good firm number for that as yet. And that really goes back to one of the problems I think that is just revealing itself is that the data analysts that we would normally have access to are unavailable. I suspect that many places um, are having the same troubles and I'm looking forward to all of this data being expunged and available as we go down the road with uh, COVID 2021 as it is now. So to summarize, what impact has high throughput antigen testing had in meeting the demands for SARS-CoV-2 testing and patient care? I would say in summary, the efficient workflow has really helped the morale in the lab. The very stable turnaround times that we've been able to provide our medical staff, even when our emergency departments are full, and for our administrative staff, they have really appreciated the cost-saving benefits that we've been able to utilize by bringing this on board. That's great. Thank you again, Dr. Roush, for this very informative discussion. Thanks, you guys, for having me. I very much appreciate being allowed to share some of our story. And I know that everyone listening in some shape, form, or fashion is contributing to beating this pandemic. So I appreciate all of you and have a wonderful year. Yeah, I hope everyone listening enjoyed this podcast edition when we discussed how high throughput antigen testing is helping to meet that surging demand for SARS-CoV-2 testing. So based on today's podcast, I leave you with our orthopop quiz of the day. What is one operational efficiency that was gained after implementing a high throughput antigen test? Thank you so much for listening today. And please subscribe to OrthoScience Bites, our monthly podcast, where we will be discussing more complex questions that we face every day in our labs. Brought to you by OrthoClinical Diagnostics, pioneering advances in diagnostics for 75 years, because every test is a life. Take care and stay safe.